1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
3: The latest on the coronavirus. Live and local, here's Brenda Alacy. Yeah.
1: And welcome back to Continued Coverage right here on WBEN. Brenda Olesi with a hand wipe in hand, making sure that everything is wiped down and uh, sanitary. Uh, just ran to the restroom. Inside the restroom on the, on the mirror is the sign saying, clean your hands, wash your hands. Stuff that we never used to see before. Seems pretty basic, doesn't it, folks? But I guess you can't be too safe. Uh, when I walked into the building this evening, I, I came in through, uh, obviously through the first floor and then up to the second floor. There's an allergy practice on the first floor. Floor, and they have signs up uh, delineating the difference between a cold, a flu and the coronavirus symptoms. So uh, people are really you know trying to get the word out as much as possible and well, it may feel like, You know, like, you don't need to tell me again. I think it's really important that we keep reiterating that. I'm curious to know how things are going for you. How is your business being affected? How are you coping with these uncertain times? I guess the only certain thing is the uncertainty at this point. And uh, I was talking about some new vocabulary, uh, things that I had never really thought or, or talked about in the past, certain phrases that now just sort of roll off the tongue. Things like flatten the curve, community spread, COVID-19, of course. Social distancing. What are some of the things that that you're finding to be very common phrases now? I'd be curious to know about that. Um, And also, I'm looking for folks to call in if they're in the restaurant industry or the service industry. How are you coping? How is the takeout going? And uh, are you still delivering? Are you still working with places like Grubhub or DoorDash or anything of that ilk? let me know. Uh, Somebody was kind enough to text in just now saying, good evening. Want to give a shout out for Marcos on Niagara Street. My wife and I are enjoying a great takeout dinner from Marcos tonight in Lancaster. Great people. Thank you so much for letting us know about that. And if you have any suggestions about where I might get a fish fry tomorrow, uh, I'd appreciate that as well. Your businesses, your impact, your, your stories, we're right here for you. We're ready to talk, commiserate, uh, kind of get each other through this. And I will go next to Charles, uh, who is with Lakeside Memorial Funeral Home. Hello, Charles. Charles, are you with me? Phil, I think you might want to see if Charles is on the line. And uh, we're going to try to get his call up and running. Charles, good evening.
2: Put him on hold. I'll do the phone.
1: Okay. We're going to put Charles on hold, and Phil will come back to that in just a moment. So, again, the number to call, 803-0930, and we are good to go. Charles, you are on the line. Thank you so much for your patience. How are you?
2: No problem. I can hear you now.
1: Okay, very good. That always helps, right, when we're having a phone conversation. So um, I understand you're with Lakeside Memorial Funeral Home, a name certainly well-known to many people in the uh, West Seneca, Southtowns area. How is... Uh, the coronavirus affecting your business, Charles?
2: Well, just like any business, um, we're very. everybody's very nervous about how it's going to impact uh, our businesses and what we're going to be doing. Um, I've had to reduce a significant number of employees that are part-timers who are mainly retirees that are of an age. They're just working to try to make a few extra dollars, but they're kind of at risk. Um, The CDC has classified funeral directors and uh, funeral care people as as high-to-extreme-risk jobs. And as of today, Homeland Security named uh, funeral industry workers as critical infrastructure workers. So we are going to have a critical role, unfortunately, in the upcoming months.
1: How much do you worry about your own safety and that of the uh, folks that you work very closely with in your industry?
2: uh we're extremely worried well i don't want to say extremely but we're concerned um we actually have uh some of our funeral staff there on uh totally work from home via uh remote uh access just because in case something happens to the two main funeral directors at our firm that's working right now we'll have somebody able to step in if something happens to us whether we just get quarantined or whatever the case may be Uh, we're calling them our firewall We're also limiting how much staff is in the building at a given time to try to reduce exposure if something does happen to our staff. Uh, We're rotating people, spreading them out between the two locations, uh, trying to keep everybody as safe as possible. We're constantly disinfecting the facilities, um, doing the things that, you know, you have to do to help people through this.
1: Charles, you have two locations, is that right?
2: Yeah, we have one in Hamburg and one in West Seneca.
1: Now, uh, I've been reading the obituaries, and I notice a lot of uh, wakes have been put on hold. Can people even come in at this point? I'd I'd have to say no, right?
2: No. Um, we're allowed to have people come in. I mean, the state mandate is no more than 50 people, um, but we are uh, encouraging the families to have no more than 10 people at a time. We're doing very limited hours. We're not allowing um, the long four-hour uh, vi- or five-hour visitations that have been commonplace now. Uh, we're limiting it to a much smaller window, just to give families the opportunity to say goodbye to their loved ones. Uh, we have people um, still setting up uh, services, but brief, only small amount of people, immediate family only. And our firm has a real unique ability. We're one of we're the first funeral home in Western New York, and one of the few funeral homes that offers streaming of the services online, so the immediate family can come to a service. Uh, and we can put it on our website for on-demand streaming, so that family and friends who were not able to now come because of the COVID nineteen, they can now at least watch it on our website.
1: Wow, that's remarkable! So you actually offer a virtual wake to people, uh, no matter if they're five minutes away or 500 miles away.
2: Well, it's more just so they can be a participate in the service of the funeral. I see. Um, and but they could see it anywhere in the world.
1: It really is something. And that's a streaming service online. I mean, who would have thought we'd be talking about that with funeral services? Uh, Charles, And the many years you've been in the business, uh, did you ever foresee anything like this happening where technology would even affect your business, your industry? Well, I mean, even,
2: you know, it's even affecting how I'm doing arrangements right now. We're We're doing either telephone or video conferencing with the families to try to get the majority of the arrangements in place with the families. I mean, that's not something we've ever done before. Um, It's just, it's a whole new world for all of us. Uh, The good thing is we're able to help families. The sad thing is the families are being very disappointed because they're not being allowed to grieve um, the way they would normally. I think it has a lot to do with your previous speaker that you had on last hour. Um, The families are, they're sad. Uh, We're just, told by one cemetery not all the cemeteries are doing this all the cemeteries are limiting the amount of people allowed to come into the cemetery limiting access to how it's going to be handled but we were just told by one cemetery in the south towns that they are not allowing the family to come be their part of the committal service it is strictly the funeral staff and the cemetery staff only um so that's changing things it's hurting families. They, they're grieving. They want to say goodbye at that last moment. And in some cases, they're not going to have it.
1: Right. And, you know, you often hear the term closure when it comes to grief. I'm not sure that there ever is closure, but this type of situation certainly cannot help uh, a person who is feeling the loss of a loved one.
2: No, I mean, and many families are putting off the, they're doing a small service for the immediate family right now and scheduling a larger service for the public several months from now. Um, but, again, it's just prolonging the grief that they're going through.
1: No doubt about it. Charles, for anybody who wants information uh, about the streaming service online for uh, the funerals, how would they reach you?
2: Uh, They can go to our website, www.lakesidefuneralhome.com, and all of our information, our phone numbers, uh, there's a letter to the community about what the funeral home is doing for this coronavirus and um, there's all kinds of other information about our services on there.
1: Well, listen, I appreciate the information. Uh, who would have ever thought we'd be talking about um, coronavirus and funerals and uh, the way the world is changing day by day? And sometimes it feels, uh, quite frankly, like it's minute by minute. So I very much appreciate your input on this, and I wish you well.
2: No problem. Thank you very much, Brenna.
1: You're welcome. Charles Castilla, who was with Lakeside Funeral Home. And uh, that frees up a phone line eight zero three zero nine thirty. And Phil, let's go to uh, Stacy, who is calling in from Lewis. Good evening, Stacy. Welcome to WBen. Hi, Brenda. Um, this is great that
4: um, your station is really uh, lending its hand to helping out the restaurant industry. Um, Thank you. We are all really just trying to deal with it, just as as everybody is, you know, being smart about everything. But uh, what? Sandy did on his show and you're doing this for us now is it's wonderful so I can't thank you guys
1: enough oh my goodness Stacey uh you're welcome first of all and I want to say that the restaurant world brings so much to our quality of life and so I very much appreciate what you folks do day in and day out and very much consider you unsung heroes the way you're working a lot of hours under sometimes <laughs> adverse conditions and uh it's not easy finding good help all of those things and you dealing- know what, and
4: we're all like you said everyone's in this together and i'll tell you these are the situations that you can actually see the best in people and unfortunately sometimes the worst and uh for the restaurant community um you you really rely on repeat customers so when this all started um we had a lot of our regular customers coming in and even new ones saying you know i hope you guys get through this and they were really supportive very vocal very vocal and um having the listings on your um, website also is so beneficial you know because we have our restaurants listed and um the ones that participate in uh just not only just takeout but also with grubhub any of the delivery services because we all do this and you're just trying to make sure that the access is there you know and um our our items are able to get you know to get out and, and maintain whatever staff we actually can because you're you're basically working with a skeleton crew you want to try and be as fair as, as you can, but you also have, you know, we have all, all have our obligations as well.
1: Have you cut the hours at Louis, Texas Red House, Stacey? Um, we, we have each, each one is listed uh,
4: on your site. So if anyone is in, um, uh, on your website, they can scroll down to each location and they're, they are listed. Um, because, yeah, to operate a regular, um, regular hours, you really, you really can't because they're, they're uh, telling everyone stay home so on the flip side you're trying to get as much business in as possible but on the flip on the other side you're having a lot of people you know they're they're trying to be smart if you're not feeling well yes yeah, stay home absolutely
1: right so what's the setup do you just allow so many people in or is it just simply takeout how is it working for you folks
4: well it, it is um, definitely all takeout you know obviously um, and it's there are a number of people actually people have been very accommodating so um Sometimes sometimes people will maybe stand outside for a little bit. um, But the proximity is is one that you don't have to worry about being so close. So that's a very very good thing about the social distancing thing, another vocabulary thing that we've never had.
1: Right. Yeah, I was thinking about that, all these different phrases that have – Become part of our everyday conversation now. Sure, uh, I love your sauce, at Louis. I have to tell you, I am not much of a meat eater anymore, but I will make an exception and enjoy that uh, the trademark Louis sauce. So, and I even put it on eggs. So it's a uh, it's very adaptable, and I imagine you're uh, still cranking out a lot of that delicious Louis sauce, right? Well, oh, you know what? I'll tell you something. And the one thing too is that you know, um, a lot of people still don't know that like we serve full, uh, full breakfast.
4: Um, which is available, our home menu is available all the time. So if you're in the mood for souvlaki or um, soups, we have homemade soups and desserts and the things are, um, you want to make sure people do have that variety. right? And yes, you are right, people, we are known for our sauce, so, and yes, please put it on everything. (laughs) Um, But we do, um, we want to make sure that, you know, the customers when they come in or if they call ahead, they can call ahead to pick up the order and that's also a very good thing too. So, um, with our website, we have phone numbers all listed, um, and they're listed on uh, the sites for what restaurants are participating in takeout and delivery. And it just to try and get through this, and hopefully it won't be as long as some of the worst case scenarios are. But if everyone does their part, I think hopefully we'll get this um, we'll get this into a, a better situation. Hopefully sooner than later.
1: I think if we all pull in the same direction, uh, that will happen. And I really appreciate your hard work, Stacey. I appreciate you phoning in this evening. And it's uh, how many locations of Louis? We actually have seven. Seven. Well, lucky seven. So seven locations, and and I'll tell. You, and of course, our greatest asset is our customers.
4: At uh, which you know, I'll tell you, they um, they are a grounding force, and our staff. You know, because we we rely on our staff to make sure that our, everyone's taken care of. You know, our, our orders come out and. Um, and I'll tell you, it's it's one of those things that I think a little, a little um, understanding on everything goes a long way.
1: Absolutely, yes. This is the time uh, to have that, that spirit of cooperation, no doubt. Stacy, best of luck. I'll be thinking about you, and I'll be in for some of that sauce. I'll, I'll, I'll get some takeout from you. I really appreciate you phoning in. That is wonderful. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And, of course, there's more information about uh, restaurants on the WBEN website, WBEN.com. We have a running list. And Steve, Margaret, Jerry, and Paula, as soon as this break is up, I'll come to you and we'll talk about your businesses as well. Brenda Alacy, 803-0930. It's 820 on extended coverage here on WBEN. And welcome back to our coverage. And I'm really struck by the uh, the spirit that people are showing, whether it's people in Italy singing on the balconies to folks who are supporting our local restaurant and diners and pizzerias and other vendors of every ilk. Uh, in fact, Joe from Lockport just texted me and said, Ports Pizza and Subs on State Street and Gasport is open for takeout, delivery, and curbside service, as well as the canal site in right next door. So if you want to promote your business, your restaurant, whatever it happens to be, 803-0930. And, you know, your general thoughts about how you're coping with these uncertain times and uh, some of the phrases that have become commonplace. I wonder if you agree with me. The ones that strike me are flatten the curve, of course, COVID-19, social distancing, community spread. What else is uh, is ringing the bell for you? Let's go back to the phone lines. We'll talk with Steve, who is phoning in. Good evening, Steve. Welcome to WBEN. <laughs>
5: Hello, Brenda. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, Steve. I'm hanging in. I hope you're doing okay as well.
5: And we're trying the best.
1: Right. What's on your mind tonight, Steve?
5: Uh, Well, we are online service, and we're providing a takeout for everyone. Uh, We also have a direct pay for people who would like to do it, so there is no uh, exchange of money. Mm -hmm. And we have a patio that people can wait outside on the patio for their meal. Um, We cook everything fresh, and it's done to order, and we also provide homemade bread.
1: Oh, that's one of my favorites. What's the name of your establishment, and where are you located?
5: Charlie's Diner in East Aurora.
1: Charlie's Diner in East Aurora. And what type of cuisine do you feature, Steve?
5: Um, We have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and we are all homemade meals.
1: A little bit of everything, then.
5: We We have a Um, We are very well known for our cinnamon French toast, Uh, but we have great lunches. We have wonderful sandwiches to go. We do uh, wonderful sivlaki, and I do have fish fry uh, that people can order tomorrow if they like.
1: I wish I lived a little closer to East Aurora. I'm up in Williamsville, but uh, I'm sure there's plenty of people in the south towns. Uh, What's it been like for you in terms of the staff? Have you had to lay a lot of people off?
5: Um, we, I have to lay just about everybody off. Mm-hmm. I'm communicating with my staff every day. Um, they understand what, what is happening is a tragedy. Uh, they're helping me very much to build up the takeout business. As a matter of fact, I'm bringing a couple of employees tomorrow back to work, uh, for hoping to have a wonderful day. And, um, I guess we have to change our, mind of how we're going to do the business going forward.
1: Yes, not that we had much of a choice, right? This all seemed to have happened rather quickly, and uh, very drastic measures have been taken, uh, you know, certainly for the public good and the interest of people's health. But boy, what a what a world that's been turned upside down for all of us to one degree or another.
5: It is. Um, what I'm kind of disappointed is that they hit the restaurant industry so heavy But they're allowing uh, supermarkets to stay open, and the supermarkets are packed with customers with absolutely no restrictions and regulations. And I understand that the food is essential for everyone, but why is it okay for them to be uh, allowing people to go with so many of them all at the same time?
1: Uh, You know, Steve, I wouldn't be surprised if that became uh, a limited number of people allowed in. As a matter of fact, I was at uh, Dash's yesterday, and it was pretty darn busy, and there was no social distancing. I mean, everybody tried to sort of keep their distance, but certainly was not six feet apart. And I was thinking the same thing you were. I I, I guess you control what you can control, and they're doing the best they can. But I, I certainly hope that you can survive at Charlie's Diner. And uh, I hope this ends quickly and that there's some degree of normalcy back. And One last time, what's your address in East Aurora?
5: It's 510 Main Street, and the website for uh, people to order is charlisdiner at com.
1: And you know that we have uh, a website on uh, wben.com, of course, with a list of restaurants. Uh, so please keep us apprised of how you're doing, and uh, we're here to support you the best we can. Best of luck to you.
5: We do have a special that I run um, for people that they need help. And if they contact the uh, Easter Road Chamber of Commerce, they'll be able to find out exactly what I do for them.
1: Very nice, Steve. Thank you for all your efforts. And once again, it uh, just highlights how people are helping each other in this time of need. Um, I heard a great story earlier today when I was out and about. I had a chiropractor appointment, of all things, and I want to tell you about that story a little later. Uh, We've got about uh, 20 seconds till we take our news break. So I invite you to call Jerry, Paula, Dale. I will get you as soon as I can. And I'd love to hear from you about how you're doing in your business, how life has changed for you with this COVID-19 crisis. Keep it locked on WBEN. We're with you right till 10 o'clock tonight and, of course, all day tomorrow. Back after this news update with Phil Kennedy.
6: From the WBEN newsroom, I'm Phil Kennedy. Catholic Health is preparing
2: to treat coronavirus patients. After much feedback and planning from the COVID response around the world, we have decided to take the proactive step and convert St. Joseph's Hospital Campus of Sisters to a COVID hospital.
6: Catholic Health says there are about 45 beds Uh, there. And Erie County Health Commissioner Dr. Gail Burstein updating reporters on COVID-19 cases earlier today.
1: On March 19th um, we received a report through the uh, New York State Electronic Clinical Laboratory Reporting System of a new case that was tested by Quest and then uh, in the morning we received a new case that was reported by the Public Health Lab of a test that was uh, still running overnight.
6: Burstein says the public health lab will test specimens already collected and being stored at the public health lab, not any that have been collected today. Right now in Buffalo, it is 49 degrees. Phil Kennedy for News Radio 930 WBEN.
1: Live, local, and taking your calls at 803 0930 or your text at uh, the Volkswagen Orchard Park text board. It's easy enough. You just punch in 30930, send me a text. And you can reach me on Twitter as well at at Brenda Celeste, at Brenda Celeste. And just saw an interesting tweet from a friend of mine who was saying that shaking hands is an automatic reflex for him. He was at a supermarket twice this week and shook hands and quickly backed out of another. It's a tough rule to follow. So, uh, again, just small things that we take for granted are so different in today's uh, 2020 world of – COVID-19 and coronavirus. Let's go back to the phone lines. We'll talk with, uh, let's see, Phil. Jerry is next. He's been waiting patiently. Jerry, thank you so much for your patience and welcome.
3: Uh, you're welcome, Brenda. You know what's funny is your name came up twice today. Uh-oh. Yeah, your, uh, your other business uh, got to go from us at the Delaware Pub and Grill today. <laughs> I said to say hello to Brenda for me.
1: Well, I very much appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for shopping there.
3: You're you're welcome. Um, and uh, they came by, and and uh, and I walked it out to them, and and I knew right away who they were. And uh, um, you know, we rep- I represent the uh, the Delaware Pub and Grill and Water Street Landing in Lewiston. And, and uh, uh, for the first time ever uh, in a very long, actually in a very long time, Lewiston, um, we Water Street Landing was closed for the season for some much needed re- renovations and. Um, is scheduled to open um, May 1st, um, you know, right around Cinco de Mayo. and um, We're very fortunate that you don't have to deal with the the staff issues there, but that date is getting closer and closer and closer. Um, The Delaware, we are open 11 to 7 daily, um, takeout only, obviously. We'll bring it right out to you in front of the building. Um, You can follow us on Facebook um, and see the specials. We put specials up every day. Uh, right now, most of our regular menu is available. Um, our customers have been very loyal the last three days, and it's, it's gone very well. Um, we're going to try and not. Um, we have some special nights where we have music, which is hard to duplicate, but we have trivia that we have on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Next Tuesday night, um, the staff member and I that do the trivia, we are going to live stream it through our Facebook page.
1: That's a great idea, Jerry, and, and such a fun diversion.
3: Yeah. And, uh, cause I know people are looking for things to do. There's only so many things you can do at home. Um, to be honest with you, uh, you know, uh, Brenda, the two things I think about here are the safety of our, our, our car royal customers and, um, about probably, a, uh, I want to say two thirds of our employees. Um, some of them we're using about a third of them are part-timers that really, you know, just get extra hours with us or, and really have another job to help, you know, uh, um, we're just in addition to them. It's the, it's the two-third that are a little bit of an issue. We, we're we using a few of them. Um, but it, it's our job to get to the six- or eight-week mark or whatever this is and still have an establishment for them to come back to work. Um, so we're really focused on those two things. And our, the loyalty of our customers has just been outstanding. Uh, if you go to our website, uh, DelawarePubAndGrill.com, our menu is on there. And uh, um, I want to thank you and your, you know, your employees today for for for, for coming by and getting lunch. Um, but uh, well, we
1: we appreciate the value of local businesses, Jerry, and, and certainly um, my husband and I always try to support locals and have for a long time. And very kind of you to say that. Couple questions for you: How do you handle the uh, the transaction? Are you taking credit cards only? Are you afraid to touch money? How does that all work?
3: Um, well. I do change rubber gloves every time and um, uh, every transaction, and I actually would prefer to take the credit card over the phone. Mm-hmm. So all I'm bringing out to you is um, the to sign it and the food, and then all I'm doing is one is one uh, when I come out, I'm leaving it with you, and I'm coming back in, and we're done with the transaction. Um, if you're paying cash, uh, I will come out and 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 get that and and or if you want to prefer to give me the credit card, a uh, curbside, we can do it that way. But we really try to segregate the restaurant into who's handling what in what area, and the person coming to the car will always be the person that you know has gloves on and has changed them each time. And um, you know, we we there's very few people in the building right now, so the the process is very easy to control. Um, but uh, um, yeah. It, it, we, we do everything out, you know, we're stopping you at the door and saying, just don't, you know, pull up like it's a drive thru and we're going to come out and bring it to you.
1: Right. Right. Boy, Jerry, in all the years you've been in the business, did you ever think you'd see anything like this? Um,
3: you know, I, I probably didn't uh, think that, but um, um, you know, it's funny. I've, I've, I've almost, uh, you know, I've talked to the owner several times. I just, you know, help to represent him and, uh, and uh, him and his wife. And I think that this will, you know, make us stronger in the long run, that we will know how to do a better job on our to-go business now. And it will build a to-go business. And, um, you know, I, I want to take a positive out of this. And, but, again, I'm concerned about the safety of our, you know, our, our customers, and we're taking every measure possible with this. And, and, you know, the long-term viability of the business for the owner, who I, I have a lot of respect for, and uh, returning employees, and whether it's five weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, or whatever it is.
1: Right. No way to predict at this point. But I, I certainly appreciate the silver lining approach. I'm trying to have that mindset as well. And I, I look forward to uh, coming in and having one of those grain bowls delivered to my car. I really enjoy the food at your place at the Delaware Pub. And when does the trivia start? Are you starting that next Tuesday?
3: It'll be next Tuesday. It will uh, live stream at eight from eight till nine o'clock through our Facebook page, and uh, there will be a special actually from uh, five to seven. Um, that the trivia you'll get a trivia kit as part of the special. Um, you know with. Uh, our trivia is very informal. It's uh, we read the questions. It's self-correcting. It's there's th- there's three categories. It's um, it, it's it's very entertaining. It's half ad lib, half trivia. Um, generally, we can't do it during dinner hours. We do it much later on Tuesdays. Uh-huh. It can get a little um, louder, and it's uh, it's you know the entertainment value. And there's a, a good group of fifty or sixty people that come every week, and. Uh, um, we know most of them are going to be watching, and any that would like to join, obviously, from 8 to 9 next week on Tuesday, um, um, one of our bartenders who does it regularly, Ryan, and I sub for him once in a while, will be uh, will be doing this uh, this trivia contest.
1: It's a good distraction, Jerry. We were talking about uh, TV shows, books, music that you might want to do. I mentioned earlier how I received a um, an air fryer for Christmas. And had not really used it because I just didn't have time to just investigate the way I wanted to. And now I broke it out, and uh, I'm cooking up a storm. So we'll cope the best we can. I very much appreciate you calling in, Jerry. Best of luck to you at the Delaware Pub.
3: I'm kind of curious if your other employees say that I said hello to you. So
1: <laughs> I will find out. <laughs> and thank you for the greetings.
3: You're welcome, Brenda.
1: Take care. 803-0930 frees up a line for you. Paula is very patiently waiting up in the Falls. Welcome to WBen, Paula. Hey Brenda, how are you? I'm I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I hope you're well.
0: Oh, I'm hanging in there. It's it's been crazy. We we manage my husband and I manage twenty Airbnb's in the area, and since Friday, we've had at least 150 cancellations oh. for upcoming everything. So it's just it's so it's a tough pill to swallow. Um, Frustrating, but I know we're all going through this. So, but it's everybody hospitality, food industry, um, retail, everybody obviously is affected by it. But
1: no doubt about it, Paula. And, and I'm glad you brought up about Airbnbs because so much of the service industry, as you said, are, are being hit hard, and, and the domino effect of that, I think, will last for a little while. Um, tell folks how an Airbnb works. How, how is that different from, say, a typical hotel or motel?
0: Well, in Airbnb, um, rather oops, excuse me, rather than renting a hotel room, families come in and rent the whole house. So um, you, rather than having just one room, you have the entire house. You can have the kitchen to cook your meals. So in the long run, it's a lot less expensive because you can do a lot of, if you have a large family, you
1: can, you know, house your whole family. and um, And it's usually cheaper in the long run than hotels. And you're not cooped up in a small room. Right, right. So what kind of responses are you hearing from people? Well,
0: we're being very um Airbnb has a policy if anyone booked before the fourteenth of March, they're automatically going to get a full refund and we're being very accommodating to people, of course we understand, you know. And believe it or not, we're actually getting a few bookings still, which surprises me. But um you know, I don't anticipate that happening for much longer.
1: Paula, are most of your properties in the Niagara Falls area?
0: All of the ones I manage. I'll, I have 19 in Niagara Falls and one in Tonawanda.
1: Uh-huh. And you're talking Niagara Falls, New York, of course, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, what is there anything we could do for you? Is there anything we could, you know, any sort of message we could get out? I just wish everybody
0: would take this serious. I, I, too, went shopping, just came back from Wegmans, and nobody is practicing the social distance thing you're supposed to. I mean, you know, we're kind of a cart length behind, but I just, I just wish the sooner we all just hunker down, I know it's going to suck for a couple weeks, I would just be wonderful if this wave of virus just got through here and through the country and we were done. But right. I I just heed, heed everyone's warnings and, like you are saying, wash your hands and just
1: um, be aware of the symptoms, too. I think that's so the, important. Yeah. Paula, I wish you the best. I hope it's a quick recovery, and I very much appreciate you shining a light on this uh, this industry as well. Thanks, Brenda. It was great talking to you. I love when you're on. Oh, I appreciate that very much. Thank you. It's Paula Thanks. in Niagara Falls talking about um, an industry that we hadn't really brought up, the Airbnb business. Boy, it's really tough. And in fact, we were going to use an Airbnb in Portugal. My husband and I, along with two other couples, were scheduled to leave for Portugal uh, a week from tomorrow. We were headed to Lisbon uh, from Toronto, and when this all happened, you know, they put the kibosh on those plans, obviously. And we had found, having been to Europe a few times, that it was a lot cheaper, as Paula had indicated. And a lot easier to rent an apartment, and you get a kind of a feel for being in that city. It's a lot different than being in a hotel. So uh, we had done that in London, and we had done that in Rome, and now we were going to go to Lisbon, first trip to Portugal for all six of us, and had found this great apartment in Lisbon that we were renting. But uh, best laid plans, you know what they say about that. Let's go back to the phone lines. Eight zero three zero nine thirty. Dale is calling in from Chester, Illinois. Good evening, Dale. Welcome.
6: Good evening, Brenda. How are you?
1: I'm doing fine so far, so good. Dale, how are you? How are you faring in this crisis? Uh,
6: we're doing okay, as you well know. I work for uh, one of the brands out of Yum's, and you know, certainly the business. You know, I think that it's 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 very difficult right now for people to uh, comprehend what's going on. I don't care what part of the country in. You know, and uh, I'm in Illinois right now. As a matter of fact, in Chester, where Popeye the Sailor Man hails from. But besides, <laughs> you know, my family's in Niagara Falls. And, uh, you know, New York State has been been infected and impacted the most by the virus. And, yes, you know, certainly I think of them and, and friends that I have there. And uh, as well as you know, I, I was in, you know, the falls in western New York for 13 years. And it's, uh, it's, 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 been, it's been strange times, to say the very least.
1: I know Dale through his work uh, when he was with Taco Bell. And, Dale, as you mentioned, you're still with Yum Brand. So what do you oversee in the Midwest? Is it different uh, restaurant chains?
6: Well, we have uh, – I work for a large franchisee of KFC Taco Bells. We have 100 restaurants in seven different states. Uh, my restaurants are in Kentucky, Illinois, uh, the Temple of Arkansas, as well as Missouri um, – and, you know, right now, right across the country, it's all the same. It's basically, Grubhub's a great partner. DoorDash, you know, there's a lot more takeout. Uh, you know, and we're doing okay. I mean, you know, 60% of the business runs through the drive-thru anyways.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you about that, Dale, because every time I go to the Taco Bell across the street here on Maple, the line is, is far busier than uh, the number of people inside the store, at least when I go by.
6: Well, it is. And, and that sweet home store, it's, it's busy, as you're well aware of. And, you know, it, it's just like anything else. I mean, people, you know, this is a strange times. I mean, we've never experienced anything like this. And, you know, 200 plus years of a society. And right. think back in, you know, a 9 and 10 when, you know, they had that outbreak. And, you know, they didn't it just didn't hit home like this has. I mean, they shut everything down. And. You know, although the mindset um, I, I think is different here in some respects because there hasn't been the uh, – the impact hasn't been as large. As it has been in the state of New York. So although people are very concerned, um, they're still out and about. I mean, certainly after 8 o'clock at night, there's really nothing to do. So our business really tails off. You know, the super, the big grocers, the big box stores, you know, they're all – you know, they feel the pain as well. People come in, and I believe that once – once things kind of settle down, people won't hoard as much if the grocery stores and they'll start eating out more. I, I think that'll help local businesses.
1: Dale, as you uh, travel throughout the Midwest, uh, are there restrictions in terms of hours the way they've cut back here? And what are you seeing in terms of cleanliness, cleanliness and the the whole scene of disinfecting and all of that? How different is that from, say, two weeks ago?
6: Uh, it's, well, I think there's a much more heightened it's much more heightened. I mean, people are much more conscious now of washing their hands. I don't see the social distancing thing here. Like, like, you know, what you folks are experiencing. I'm not saying it doesn't go on. Um, it's just, it's a little bit different. I, there's concern certainly that no one wants to c- contract the, the virus. Certainly, um, there's fear, you know, there's, there's an elderly population here just like there is in any part of the country. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it's just something that I think that it's new territory for everybody. And certainly handshaking and, you know, and all that is kind of, you know, people still shake hands. I see it all the time, you know, and I'm doing it myself. Um, but at the same point in time, I think people are very aware that this is much different than anything we've ever been through. And, and there's a lot of concern about what the outcome is going to be and what what it means for for everybody
1: do you have new policies in place uh for uh, disinfection and hygiene and so forth with your staff both personally and in terms of wearing gloves and also with the uh, the storefronts themselves
6: certainly we uh, we we don't do any takeout meaning coming inside the restaurant everything has to go through the drive through including grubhub or doordash or any of those services uh our employees all wear gloves, obviously. They, they did that before, but our cashiers actually do that now as well. I heard your last call, or not the last call, but the gentleman you were talking to, you know, the, the cat, he's wearing a glove and you'd rather just do the uh, credit, credit cards over the phone. You know, things like that make do make a big difference because money, you know, most people don't understand how dirty money really is. Um, and to be honest, probably, you know, two-thirds of our business today runs through plastic anyway, so... Uh, and we have the, we actually hand the device out the window and let the customer put the, the card in the device and, and transaction ends that way. So, but yeah, disinfectant. I mean, you know, Yum Brands has always been huge on cleanliness, making sure that our customers are safe and they, they dine in an environment that's pleasing, they were clean, you know, all those things. I mean, all the big brands, it's right? Yum Brands. And, and certainly, I, I went through, as a matter of fact, I went through a Burger King today because you know, you're kinda of limited now as where you can go to eat. Um, because all the you know, the dining only's they're they're closed unless you want to do takeout. But anyhow, she had gloves on and I asked her to drive the window. I said, Do you think those are helping? And she goes, Well as long as I don't touch my face. I was surprised by that answer. You know, she was probably a sixteen, seventeen year old young woman and she said, As long as I don't touch my face and that's something they've talked a lot about. That's how it's transmitted by by touching your face and how often people do that. So I think the awareness is large and 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 WBN you know I've been gone now for you know I, I come home you know I still come home but I listen to Sandy in the morning and I'm I uh I I get the chance to t- listen to Tom a little bit and I'm I'm pleased that I get a chance to talk to you tonight but I think WBN's done a great service something that I haven't heard some of the stations around here do
1: You know, I'm glad you said that, Dale, not to puff out our chest, but I'm curious about how other media outlets are handling this. And I think that radio brings a unique perspective because people can call and talk to each other, talk to me, talk to whomever is sitting in this chair and text us and send us messages in different ways. And uh, it's it's a voice in the night. And uh, it's a very difficult time for many people navigating these uncharted waters. So... I very much appreciate your perspective, especially having lived here for a number of years and now working in the Midwest and still able to connect with us. Thank goodness for radio dot com. and um, last question for you, Dale. do you think that your brands will survive this uh, virus? Oh
6: absolutely. absolutely. I think that I think the government's going I think the federal government is going to step up and put some things in place that help to help small businesses as well as large businesses. Navigate through this. I, I don't. I don't see any other option. To be honest, I think that, you know, what we do, how this country runs is so service oriented. Um, you know, from the big box retailers to the hotel industry, I mean, look what it's done to travel and right. everything that's associated. I mean, not just travel, but food. I mean, big. I mean, I, I was listening to Joe last night talking about how people love to eat out and and that's what this show is about is about people that love to eat out. And they have, that's the one thing that I appreciated about Western New York was there's, there's always that mom and pop place. It's better than any place you've ever been.
1: <laughs> right. Oh,
6: you know? and it, it just, you know, Anderson's I miss, I miss Anderson's. I really do. Um, You know, I miss Duff's. I miss a lot of places that, uh, that, that you just can't, it's one of a kind, you know, you can't get it anywhere else. And, uh, WBN is like that somewhat, you know, because I I listen to some of the AM stations, you know, between the three states that I operate in. And there's nothing like WBN, and and that's why I listen. So I'm grateful to have a chance to talk to you tonight. And uh, one of these days, I look forward to seeing you again.
1: Uh, Likewise, Dale. Thank you so much. It means a lot that you called in. And I really appreciate the fact that you still listen. And folks can hear us Uh, Anywhere. I've listened uh, in different parts of the country, different parts of the world uh, through the WBEN, or in this case, the Radio.com app and you can pick us up. And it is a lifeline, not to be you know, overly sentimental here, but there's something about the power of radio that really connects people. It's sort of that large party line that we all need at a time like this. Um, I find comfort talking to other people about this situation because all of our problems may be personal to us, but in this case, this COVID-19, this coronavirus is something that we're all experiencing. It doesn't matter what your ethnicity is, what your socioeconomic status is. It doesn't matter if you drive, you know, a small car or a big fancy SUV, we're all in it together. So we're here to help us, you know, sort of navigate these waters, as I've mentioned. And that's why I want people to call in. I'm going to be on the air for another hour. Bill and Laura, if you don't mind waiting through the news break, I'd appreciate you you hanging on because I want to hear what you have to say. And other folks who have businesses, how are you coping with it? What have you seen as you're out and about? As I mentioned, I went to the chiropractor today, and they would only allow one patient in at a time, so uh, I felt kind of special until I realized it was all because of the coronavirus. <laughs> so went in, got treated. Uh, you know, we took the appropriate uh, disinfecting uh, uh, practices to heart, and uh, I was treated and went on my merry way. I was a little, it was a little disconcerting yesterday when I was at a supermarket how many people were walking by, uh, most people did not have on masks, and how close people stood in line at the uh, cash register. That was a little bit of a concern to me. So uh, in any case, I'd like to hear your experiences. And I did have um, I hear about a great story that happened today when I was at the chiropractor about a moment of kindness, a gesture of kindness that I want to talk about when we come back in the 9 o'clock hour. It's Brenda Alacy right here on WBEN. Phil Kennedy is my uh, comrade-in-arms over here running the board, answering the phone. And uh, we'll take your calls as well, 803-0930, star 930 if you're on, the, on a mobile and you'd want to give us a buzz. Or feel free to, to uh, send us a text on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board at 30930. Much more to come right after this.